0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us. I'm very thankful to be your host. And we're looking at Unearthing the Bible by Titus Kennedy, 101 Archaeological Discoveries that Bring the Bible to Life. This book has a myriad of uses, personal use, evangelistic usage, obviously apologetic usage, you know, convincing people of the faith. And we're on pages 20 and 21 today. I just read a little bit and talk about it some. But I highly suggest you get the book. Great book. Maybe buy several copies, pass them out. So you have the pre-flood world, the Sumerian King list. And the date is 2000 BC. And this is on our YouTube channel. One of our more popular videos of a very unpopular YouTube channel. By the way, we are nothing major. <laughs> but I am greatly appreciative for our tech team that helps us out there. But I'm totally non-technical. But uh, as you can tell by the quality of these podcasts. But the pre-flood world, but this is one of the more popular of our YouTube videos, a few thousand views or something. So date 2000 BC, discovered in Larsa, Iraq, and the keywords are Sumerian, antediluvian, or pre-flood, and flood. And so let's get started on this. Again, thanks for being here. The Sumerian king list preserves a record of the kings of Sumer from local and foreign dynasties. I think you'll find this interesting. Including rain links and brief supplemental historical information. The oldest known sources preserving this list are a tablet from Larsa dating, and that's not Larsa, Tibet, this is Larsa, Sumeria, dating to about 2000 B.C. And the Weld-Blundell prism from slightly before 1800 BC as it ends with a king named Sin Magor of Issen who reigned in the late 19th century BC. The four-sided prism of which there's a nice picture here measures about 7.9 inches tall and three and a half inches wide. The clay was impressed with cuneiform in the Sumerian language in some would say cuneiform I realize. And a prism it says in archaeology typically refers to a four-sided clay artifact and usually contains writing on each of the sides, unlike a steel, which is kind of a two-sided deal, or stele, some would say. These cuneiform texts of the Sumerian king list, I feel like I'm in a Monty Python thing when I do the steel, stele, you know, never mind. These cuneiform texts of the Sumerian king list are unique in that they record the names and extremely long reigns of the kings before the great deluge, first city where kings ruled and a brief mention of the flood. The reigns of these antediluvian kings were measured in the Sumerian numerical units known as Sats No, I think it's actually Sars S-A-R-S 3600 MERS 600 and SOSIS 60 since the Sumerians operated with a sexagesimal base 60 mathematical system instead of the base 10 system commonly used today. By the way, our computers are based on a series of 60s as well. The text begins with After the kingship descended from heaven, the kingship was in Eridu, which is fascinating. It goes on to list eight pre flood rulers with incredibly long life spans ranging from 18,600 to 43,200 units. Now, I would say this Bill Cooper with the creation science movement in the UK. Uh, says that SARS is sometimes mistranslated. It should be a little, still long ages, but not quite as long as we see here. Archaeologically, Eridu at Tel Abu-Sharan has been considered the oldest city in Mesopotamia and possibly the oldest city in the world. It's also been suggested its location of the Tower of Babel due to its possible status as the first city. And a massive ancient ziggurat constructed there. I think they found like 21 ziggurats or something like that. Following the list of these eight kings, the text then mentions after the flood swept over, the kingship was in Kish. Therefore, continuing the record of later dynasties and kings, the city of Kish was probably founded around 3000 BC. Perhaps it is coincidence, but after Adam, there are also eight men listed in Genesis before Noah and the flood. Maybe, maybe not coincidence. And by the way, this Kish is not like Saul of Kish. That's in the Holy Land. This again would be uh, over in Samaria, land between the floods. Mesopotamia. Although the long reigns of the Sumerian king list probably do not correspond to our calculation of years or the numbers are drastically inflated, comparison between the pre-flood and post-flood reigns demonstrates that Sumerians believe that the pre-flood kings had lifespans several times longer than those who lived after the flood. Even Job mentions this. Uh, similar to a comparison between the pre-flood and post-flood lifespans in Genesis. As such, the Weld Blundell Prism, the tablet from Larsa, are ancient Mesopotamian sources up to 600 years before Moses that document widespread belief that Eridu was the first city, people from the flood had before the flood had extremely long lifespans, and the flood resets civilization before 3000 BC. And of all that, really all I can say is amen. Uh, myths tend to become less historical over time. So Genesis, even though it's written in 1400 BC, it existed in heaven and in the mind of God before that. And these myths became less historical. And a lot of people really challenge us on YouTube about that. So God bless. Thanks for being here. Check out our other podcast, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a five-star review. helps people find us. Share with your friends, family, church family, and maybe write a uh, journal or notebook. Start one of things you find interesting. You'll have a power-packed apologetics library in no time at all. And God bless you. Pray for the channel. We'll see you. Bye-bye.